0: Hey, 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 it's Monday,
1: and it's morning, and it's macabre. Welcome to Roxy High School Sandpiper Radio, uh, or University. I thought we university. were a
0: University. I think we got bumped yeah, down. Yeah, we were University. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Roxy University Student Radio. Go Sandpipers, and- Sandpipers! Today, we got a really big game against the- uh, against, uh, Mark Marin fish hats, and I really hope. Oh, <laughs> I hate those fish hats. The fish hats are looking strong this year, but I think our pigskin team can really skin a pig. So,
0: you know, fish
1: hat fans have no class, no class, no dad, <laughs> no problem. That's their motto, <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. We hate that motto, Go Go Sandpipers. Strong mascot, <laughs> intimidating mascot. <laughs> Shout out to Thundercats. What I mean.
0: It it's silly, but there's also several major sports teams in different sports yeah, called the Cardinals. Right. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true.
1: And there's also like worse ones. There's also just the what is it? Like the the, the, the Washington football team now is the thing. Yep. Let's yes. go down this road. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Dars wants to bring back the Redskins. I am trying
1: to I've been saying we should have only Redskins. Every team should be the Redskins, baby um
0: hey guys it's football season do you think you have to tell people that's not real
1: <laughs> okay i guess yeah let me let me preface that if you think <laughs> i'm serious and want to cancel me right now you're dumb
0: <laughs> that's what i'll say if you
1: don't understand
0: that I'm being say, facetious, the, the sling and diggers lawyer is rapping on the window right now <laughs> he is sweating
1: <laughs> i can see his sweat beads from here baby <laughs> uh what do you think tara reed
0: <laughs> her mic's still not working what's going on with it. that <laughs> anyway we're gonna get, we get someone tara we're gonna get someone on that we promise
1: so shout out to the thundercats well for making our little Sand Viper university graphic Hell yeah it's a door it's a dorbs as the that's kids how we're gonna say. get to state yeah exactly we're gonna get to d1 state champs through that sweet graphic alone and that's it guys Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we talk about spooky, creepy stuff, and also specifically the Washington Redskins, or formerly known as Washington yeah, Redskins, I was say, now known as the the football team. It's Scones and Darcy. We're here to to bring you some to to spook you up and scare you down. <laughs> Is that what you want? Do you want to get spooked up and scared down? Then welcome to the Macabre so Volleyball. Wash, it's like a volleyball. <laughs> Yep, bumps that. spook. Set set it and forget it, baby. That's volleyball set it terminology. And scare them silly. Uh yep, these are all different taglines that we were workshopping, so we're going to try them all out at once. Let us know and what you guys you can like. write in which one you think. Yeah, which one do you guys really vibe with? We're doing kind of like a uh what's it called? A uh focus group of sorts. So really let us know what you think. Uh it's very important to us. And our analytics—that's a—that's uh, industry terminology for statistics. It's like so, it's, we play money ball out here. A lot of
0: sports references today.
1: Me and me and Pat Britt have been kissing in the
0: phone booth. Ooh, Patty
1: that's Britt.
0: Patty Britt and I used to
1: kiss in the phone booth under the bleachers. That's a weird spot for a phone booth, but an even weirder spot to make out with your high school crush, Brad Pitt. No, Patty. <laughs> Patty Bradley Pitterson. Pitter patter of little Bradleys, uh, is what we used to s- yell at each other. Um, <laughs> today I'm going to be bringing the spooky story, guys. <laughs> let's just get down. Let's get down to brass tacks here. We've uh, we've we've goofed and gaffed enough, and you guys want to get into the the spooky wookies for your Monday dookies, And uh, today it's me bringing you that aforementioned duke. <laughs> so. <laughs> Also, aforementioned Duke was my favorite jazz pianist Um, (laughs) I think he was brilliant I'm sad he died so young Scones (laughs) Such a good joke I don't know I don't know (laughs) I don't know if you know what I'm gonna bring today And by that I mean you definitely don't No but we got a write-in Ooh. from a very special youngster, the the aforementioned Thundercats. Whoa, wrote in <gasps> to uh, to give us a little spooky ooky, duki wooky. And I said, you know what? After the Sandpiper graphic, how can we not? How can I not throw out the thing I had already planned to do <laughs> and quickly and hastily research this a few hours before the show? So how could you not? That's the, <laughs> how could I not do it? So that's what we're gonna do. So tonight, in honor of Mr. Woe, we're going to be bringing you the mystery of the Phantom Black Flash. (gasps) Flash. Flash.
0: Flash. Band. Flash. Slap those strings, silly. Aforementioned Duke. Band. (laughs) Duke. Aforementioned Duke. Special musical guest. uh, (laughs) Aforementioned
1: Duke. Nassine Padrat. And play us in, boys and girls. Thank you so much, aforementioned Duke, for tickling those ivories and uh Scones. Yes. The mystery of the Phantom Black Flash. We got a new essentially a new cryptid, really. Pretty much. I have never heard of this before. Jumping Jack Flash, and, dude. Uh I I'm like I'm it's it's tickling my bones. The bone skis? Your bone skis? I was I was like, Yeah, my bone skis got my B skis got T skied and I was like, ooh, a new flasheroni and cheese, brother? Hit me with it. And they're like, please stop talking like this. No, 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 no. They like it. Dude, yeah, this is like I'm like the Sarah Caning of the macabre. Exactly. Um So this is an article from MysteriousUniverse.org by Brent Swanser. Brent? The mystery of the Fi- Brent, this is this is Mr. This is Rent with a B. Ooh, baby. All right? This is the entire musical rent, and I'm gonna read you the Five
0: hundred and twenty-five <clears> thousand. <throat> <000. laughs>
1: 525,600 hot dogs.
0: Aren't they, like, ending it? I saw a poster for Rent the Farewell Tour, and I was like, why can't oh. they just do it again? <laughs> they will. Right. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> probably just a ticket sales mechanism. Guys, this
1: is the Monday Morning Macabre Farewell Tour. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, good thinking. So make sure you thinking. get those downloads in. <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you much. think I
0: should actually put that on the the... That would be kind of mean to put that on the post.
1: <laughs> it uh, would be mean because no like, three context. people would be very upset. Yes,
0: and um, We love you so anyway. three people more than anything.
1: <laughs> we love you three. <clears throat> Let me begin the mystery of the Phantom Black Flash. A common feature in the world of the strange and paranormal is that of the phantom being. Throughout history, there have been various stories, tales, and reports of bizarre, mysterious, shadowy figures that seem to lurk just beyond the periphery of our reality. The periphery? Periphery. To only make themselves known when they wish to instill terror within our hearts. These shadow people and phantom figures seem to have had rooted themselves into our collective consciousness, and they are reported in both reality and myth across cultures, sometimes threatening, sometimes merely creepy, but always frightening. These are unidentifiable beings that are difficult to classify and which seem to have stepped right out of our nightmares. One of the more enduring cases of such a phantom intruder is an intimidating, ominous, black-cloaked figure that stepped forward from some dark place to terrorize a small town in Massachusetts, (gasps) and which has remained a rather perplexing mystery to this day.
0: I was born in
1: Massachusetts! Oh my goodness, then you're going to know this town, baby. You're only a few feet away. Oh my gosh. It all began in October of 1939 in the town of Provincetown, Cape Cod, <gasps> Massachusetts. Oh <gasps> man. P-Town? P-Town, the
0: home of the alternative lifestyle. The home of wow. the Delta variant, unfortunately, right now. Stay safe, yeah, everybody the- out there.
1: <laughs> Stay safe in Pete Sound. If you're in Pizza,
0: Sound, lock your doors and hunker down skis. That's where Anthony Bourdain got his first restaurant job.
1: Yes, and then Banthony got ordained there, which was another incredible... Yeah,
0: I was really ordinance. happy for Banthony. I can't believe he decided to switch religions. Yeah, I was
1: like from from slugging down churnies at the Chuckle Hut to being a... I don't know, I'm making... I'm just making... No, keep going. <laughs> From slugging down churnies in the chuckle hut to blanking out on the bugs, we knew that Blanthony was going to do it. He just was always blanking out on the bugs. You could tell. <laughs> Did, <laughs> ants, spiders, mosquitoes, all of them. It all began in October of 1939 in Provincetown, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. I don't know why they like say it like that. I guess it's like you have to name the town, then the region to make it more specific. Then the region, then the state. It all happened in Provincetown, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, latitude 148, (laughs) negative 56.
0: Planet Earth. I don't...
1: Planet Earth, Milky Way Galaxy, baby. So, it all happened in Provincetown, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, where frightened children began returning home from night... From night? Began returning home (laughs) at night... From the night. (laughs) From night. I am the night. (laughs) They were all Batman with scary (laughs) stories to tell. I would imagine so. Yeah, they claim to have seen an extremely tall figure dressed
0: all in black, oh, which would appear. Nope, I dude Sconey don't likey. No, miss me with anything that's extremely Mar- tall. Got, uh, Any, okay anything analytics
1: person, can you check this off as a scony no likey? Yes, Thank please you. put
0: that in that in the scony no likey column. <laughs> but no, nah, if there's ever a monster or a ghost that's like. Seven feet or taller. I'm like, nope. <laughs>
1: like, if you're seven, yeah, Scones is on spooky Tinder being like, are you seven feet or taller? Because if so, I'm out.
0: Yeah, and exactly. Like, I oh, saw, oh, she, um,
1: I'm actually six foot 11.
0: I saw NBA star Sean Bradley, who's not a star <laughs> and not in the NBA anymore, but he was seven foot six. And ooh, we did he scare me. And ooh, we does that not compute was I was, I was watching brain. Space Jam and he appeared and I was like, ah.
1: I thought this was a k- k- comedy. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know why, like
1: Aziz and Ansari came back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
1: I was like,
0: "Where's Wayne Knight? Bring Wayne Knight back. He was Newman."
1: So, they claim to have seen an extremely tall figure dressed in all black, which would appear out of nowhere to growl ominously and then disappear just as suddenly in a flash. So, essentially, the 1939 Cat Girl. <laughs> Some of these reported claims. Some of these reports claimed that the that the thing had wow well, holy shoot a roni
0: the thing Some of these reports claimed that the thing. Had Some a reports claimed that that thing drop it low.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some of them dem reports go boom 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 boom.
0: Wait night. Some of these reports
1: claimed that the thing had a hideous deformed face and glowing eyes whatever it was they were seeing the ghoulish phantom certainly terrified them and children were known at this time to come home crying and shaking inconsolably babies
0: grow up no i was there i was one of them (laughs) (laughs) scones was a shaking but imagine just being in the woods and there's just like a seven foot four dude just like in the woods like say something scarier right now listener you can't (laughs) say name five scary oh you like scary things name 10 tara name one thing tara have you met wayne knight at like a hollywood party i don't know if he rolls in that kind of circle no no no. no. he was newman on seinfeld he was newman on seinfeld kind of like he he he, uh he got spit on to death
1: in jurassic park i was gonna say he was in jurassic (laughs) park he's in a meme of it um no one cares okay nope tara tara doesn't know all right so, yet as obviously upset and shaken as these children were, as these children were, the adults did not take it all very seriously. After all, this was the Halloween season, and it all seemed just like over imagination or someone playing a prank with a Halloween costume. I love that. That's they're like, it's Halloween. Nothing really scary happens now. It's all for pretend. Everyone's out there on stilts. <laughs> Yeah, we've all gone missing for three weeks and woke up in a dumpster in Georgia. It's October. <laughs> it's
0: Halloween, baby.
1: <laughs> it's Halloween, baby. It's it's the spookiest time of my the year. My
0: pumpkin isn't even rotten yet, bro.
1: Rot my pumpkin. Eat a dumpling. Kissing something. Ripping Fats Kid.
0: Well, since going to be like, did I accidentally switch to something else? Like, <laughs> like, did I switch to a beautiful acoustic
1: set by Jimmy Fallon in the film Boston Red Sox, the
0: movie? Fever Pitch? Featuring Drew Barrymore? Where, what
1: am I talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> like, I, we've gone so way lost. into
0: strange actors and films that most people might not know.
1: <laughs> so... Then one night, a woman named Mary Costa was walking alone along shadowy streets past the city hall when she claimed that an impossibly tall figure, around eight feet tall, had leapt out from some bushes to loom menacingly in front of her, which is one of my favorite October pastimes. I'm a big loomer. Impossibly tall,
0: great band name.
1: Yeah. Also, I run a charity called Boomers for Loomers. Uh, (laughs) So if if you loom and you're looking for an adult in your life, call
0: me up. It's like a reverse. It's like a reverse uh, Big Brother, Big Sister. You get a yeah, You exactly. get a boomer <laughs> that you have to teach how to like yeah. open a PDF. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and once you unlock, once they can open a PDF on their own, there you are. You're done. You've You've done your service. You set them free. You, to go, you either get a life sentence or you figure out how to get them to install Adobe Acrobat. <laughs> I don't know which one would take longer. Um. <laughs> So, the thing was described as having long, pointed ears and glowing eyes, which it used to coldly stare at the frightened woman for a moment before rapidly fleeing the scene in a series of inhuman, incredible leaps and bounds far beyond what a person should have been capable of. Costa claimed that she had run into a nearby coffee shop excitedly telling people about what she had just seen and that some men had gone out looking for the mysterious intruder but found nothing. Although police did not take this report very seriously at first, it was soon followed with similar accounts by other adult citizens. In all of the cases, the shadowy apparition was claimed to be dressed in all black, complete with a flapping black cape, and to possess glowing eyes that were either red or silver, as well as long, pointed ears that were sometimes said to be of a silver color. It was also said that a weird buzzing noise like a large, very large insect accompanied it. That's really scary actually that there's like a, yeah, it's scary like a giant cicada. Also just the ears are silver? I it says, well, it says that ears also eyes sometimes depending on the Ooh. account. Uh, others said that it would let out a malevolent unsettling laugh that was described as having an unearthly timbre and tone. Yeah, no thanks. It was also known for being extremely fast and agile. No, that fuck well as... that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just peeked
1: on my mic but oh god. Oh boy. So, extremely fast and agile, as well as for its purported superhuman jumping ability, with witnesses claiming that its jumps and ups were fucking cray. (laughs) Scouts from all major universities were there. (laughs) Go sandpipers, with witnesses claiming that it could easily leap over high fences and could jump over 10 feet in a single bound. Curiously, police would often get different reports from the different areas of town practically at the same time suggesting that the thing was either incredibly fast, could somehow teleport, could fly, or that there were more than one of them. Them, 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 <sighs> them, 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 them. While most of these encounters involved the mysteriously dark phantom merely staring, startling, or terrori- terrorizing witnesses before bounding away, something it seemed to take great pleasure in doing, others were decidedly more harrowing. In one case, a man named Charles Farley claimed that he had actually shot at the creature and hit it, but that it had been totally unfazed by the gunshot, simply laughing maniacally before nimbly jumping over a high fence in a single leap, <laughs> which is such a such a bother move. It's like yeah,
0: <laughs> that ultimate flex. Yeah, you get shot through the chest. You're like, ha, 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 goodbye, woo, <laughs> and then Spring Jack like, out of there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This
1: is a very Spring Jack kind of yeah kind of vibe to
0: him. It's like if Spring Jack, Slenderman, and the Hopkinsville Goblins had kids. Yeah, they would be Which, the P town shadowy the, nasty or whatever his name is. Is the <laughs> the Black Flash? Yeah, the shady nasty. <laughs> yeah the <laughs>
1: the province town football team. Um, another man reported that he had been suddenly confronted and cornered by the entity, and it had instinctively thrown a and he had instinctively thrown a punch at it the being was claimed to have caught his fist in its own hand and then proceeded to crush the man's hand, breaking it. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Before hurling him to the ground effortlessly as if he were an unwanted toy. Yet another such violent encounter happened when another witness claimed that the creature had lashed out to strike him with breathtaking superhuman strength, sending him flying through the air, and there were other adult males who also reportedly be, who also reported being easily overpowered by the apparition other other even more far out accounts claimed that the thing had shot blue fire at them from its
0: mouth again oh, very springhill jack like what other thing shot blue fire from its mouth that we've talked about i'm pretty sure that springhill jack brother he shot blue fire
1: i'm pretty sure he there was like some accounts that said like he also had fire powers going on yeah. and all of the rest of this sounds very Springhill Spring Jack. maybe Spring Jack bought a ferry ticket bought a, <laughs> maybe we got a cape house across there. the pond across the pond that's how uh, for listeners you probably don't know uh, people in Europe sometimes refer to America as across the pond it's funny because the ocean's so,
0: actually huge and scary
1: yeah the ocean's like a pond is generally like a smaller lake type uh, I don't know the exact difference between a pond and a lake. So I think it has this.
0: to do with either depth or volume. Okay, so it's it's either depth
1: or volume, but the po- ponds are generally considered a smaller body of water, uh, whereas an ocean generally is a very large yes, body the, of water. So when they arguably
0: are, the largest body of water classification, I don't
1: yeah exactly right. So when somebody says, "Oh, they're across the pond," it's like actually it actually it's 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 uh humorous because it's taking what is normally referred to with like a small body of water and 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 applying that phrasing to to the ocean.
0: Yes. And so NPR if you want to sign us <laughs> Yeah, we are making your this is about as interesting as most NPR. Um so but, dude, imagine like just coming stumbling out of a p-town bar, you just rip some karaoke and I was about to say, you yeah, just, you just
1: sang brandy in front of twenty other dudes and you just walk out and you're like <laughs> I fucking
0: killed that. And I'm then fin- some dude I'm corners you it. and is laughing at you and you try to punch me, just breaks your hand and jumps <laughs> the fence, does a backflip over the fence. Yeah. I'd be like, damn. Damn. Be wild, that guy man. was yoked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Strong man. Before long, the town and indeed other areas were buzzing with talk of what people were starting to call the Provincetown Phantom, the Black Phantom, the Phantom Fiend, the Devil of the Dune, and the Black Flash. Okay, Devil of the Dune is the name. I don't know how Black Flash won out, but... (laughs) The name that the media would go with and would become the most popular name for the bizarre spectral thing lurking about. Indeed, there were a variety of sensla- sensationalized reports of the Black Flash at the time in newspapers and on radio newscasts, which, along with the increasing number of sightings, really whipped people up in a panicked fervor.
0: Oh, Speculation, rampi-
1: Speculation ran rampant on what it could be, with some saying it was just a prankster or a peeping Tom, and others saying it was some sort of supernatural entity such as a ghost or a demon with inscrutable agenda, not of this
0: world. I think it might be scary if it was just some peeping Tom who was super tall, like, strong and fast. Yeah, that's
1: super scary. (laughs) Some particularly religious folk thought it was the devil himself, making things even worse for the other bizarre and unsettling events orbiting the whole Black Flash fiasco. This was not long after the time when in the 1938 Orson Welles CBS radio broadcast of War of the Worlds was aired on Sunday, October 30th, 1938. Sending many parts of the country into a mass frenzied panic. That's still
0: one of the craziest things that actually yeah. fucking what happened. A, what
1: a what a what a what a couple what a little prankster.
0: It was like, like it was like when people thought like the clowns that were like just showing up places like they thought it was like it viral marketing. It was like that, but like times a million. Yeah. yeah. So rad. Oh yeah. It's pretty crazy. Du, du, du,
1: du, du. World <laughs> War Two.
0: Uh, was looming. Sure was. And, uh, let's just say fascism was on the rise.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the devastating effects of the Great Depression also were kind of there as well. So there were other various weird goings on at the time in the immediate area as well, such as news of a sea monster that had washed up on the shore near Wood End and would later be identified as a rotting, basking shark. <laughs> okay. Bummer. Uh There's also serial <laughs> arsenic. arsonist. um and then all of these converging events no doubt caused the Black Flash story to pulse, grow, and become sensationalized, with its varied elements embellished and exaggerated in the notoriously over-dramatized news reports and radio shows of the era. Nah, he was real. <laughs> nah, they're wrong. I'm looking at my research it's, here, he's real. It says it says 100% real, dude. The story Arsonists can't goes,
0: rip the- bullets and then jump fences, dude. Like... Can't just eat a fucking 12-gauge or whatever that guy was using. Laugh yeah. it off and then just jump a fence. Prove me wrong. Yeah, you can't just
1: LOL peace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prove me wrong.
0: Lol, nice shot, Your dog shit, and he just jumps. <laughs> 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 the story typically
1: goes that the Black Flash would supposedly go on to torment the people of Provincetown for seven years, with the reports going all the way up to 1945. In one such incident from November of 1945, a group of police officers apparently saw the phantom leap over a 10-foot-high fence, and they went to a schoolyard to investigate a series of sightings there. Wait, the sorry, what month, year was this? 1945.
0: Oh, okay. The war was over. Or still raging, depending on right, what it was in cap, 1945. Was...
1: <laughs> the following month, a group of children claimed that they had been attacked by the Black Flash and had escaped into their house to seek refuge where they cowered as it banged on the walls and rattled doors. One man by the name of Louis Gennard allegedly got a hot pan of boiling water to throw at the creature, which sent it screaming off into the night and would mark this as purportedly the last reported incident of the Black Flash.
0: Man, people used to have a really tame view if they thought this was Satan. If all he does is rattle bathroom doors and a boiling water gets rid of him forever. (laughs) That's true.
1: It's, uh, It's a very, very chill dude. Um these incidents up to nineteen forty five are written of are written of by researcher Joe Citro in his book Passing Strange, where he claims they were recounted to him by the folklorist Robert Cahill, who wrote of the Black Flash in a book called New England's Mad and Mysterious Men, in which he says the Phantom terrorized Province Town for years. These details provided by Citro and Cahill have been widely referenced for stories on the Black Flash, but there has been some disagreement with his timeline. According to one of the foremost researchers of the Black Flash phenomenon, paranormal researcher Theo Par- Th- Theo Pygemans, this timeline <laughs> is false and he claims that these are details added later, that Cahill's work was substantially embellished, and that the Black Flash really only struck for a few weeks before vanishing. No. Whatever timeline is correct, the question still remains. What was the Black Flash? Many theories have been proposed on the answer to this. It, was, it has not gone unnoticed that the Black Flash was in many ways similar to another mysterious phantom that had allegedly terrorized parts of Great Britain in 1837, a phantom known as Spring-Heeled Jack. Ew. There are several similarities between the two entities, such as glowing eyes, black cloak, and the startling ability to make enormous leaps and bounds. This has caused some to suggest that the Black Flash and Spring-Heeled Jack were, on, were one and the same or that they were some sort of entity, but it could also mean that some of the details from the reports were embellished or added to to make it seem that way. Indeed, the relentless sol- sensationalism of the case of the time and the embellishment, em- embellishments, additions, and exaggerations made over the years since, as well as the substantial lore it has accrued and surrounded itself with, have made it difficult to separate the fact from fiction when it comes to the case of the Black Flash.
0: Did they both even just, researchers on They, they both were, just rip box jumps? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get the sandpiper <laughs> scout were, out there.
1: Sandpiper scout, where are you? Um even researchers on the phenomenon can't seem to agree on what really happened or how long it lasted. Other ideas were that it was all a form of mass hysteria or collective delusion, with the media hype and spooky stories escalating until it had everyone in its grip. Or even that it was some sort of demon, ghost, or vampire. Again, with all the embellishments made and liberties taken with the tale in the news at the time and through rich oral traditions since, it is hard to know what parts or details of the story are even real. So it is hard to say how much they, how much merit any of these ideas have. There is simply no real concrete evidence that, fav- that favors any of these. Um, let's see. For their part, authorities at the time were certain that That it all stemmed from a malicious prank, and although news of the Black Flash was everywhere and many believed it was a real mysterious apparition, it seemed that actually a lot of people in Provincetown itself concurred that it was most likely jokesters or a peeping Tom, who apparently is super strong and can jump really far. And it's very tall. Um, And scary. (laughs) Yeah. In the end, it is unclear what the Black Flash was. It isn't even really clear which elements of the story are true, which are complete fiction, or even how long the phenomenon actually went on for. The story is p- had been picked up and written about in numerous articles and books, which often gave different or even conflicting contradictory information. With all the tales and the mishmash of information out there on the black flash of Provincetown, just about all we can say for this for sure is that something was terrorizing the town in at least 1939. What that was, whether a prank, a mass delusion, a ghost, demon, alien, or vampire, or something else altogether no one really knows. We probably never will, and the mystery of the Black Flash will likely remain in the shadows within the realm of speculation, even as its legend grows. And that, my dear boy, is the story of the Provincetown Demon of the Dunes.
0: Wow, Captain!
1: Now let me tell you a real
0: scary story. Income tax. Hey, IRS, got him. Got him. We'll be moving to Texas or Florida soon. (laughs) Well, Scones, uh, saddle up your
1: horse and donkey, because we're going to Texas. It's been decided. Perfect. I've been watching Friday Uh, Night Lights. (laughs) So that's the Black Flash, a strange phenomenon that Ripped, Provincetown, Massachusetts, in the early 1900s, mid 1900s, mid. I guess that's more mid. Uh, but either way, very Springhill Jack-like, and an interesting correlation
0: between the two, and more modern um, than a lot of these stories are.
1: Yeah, and again, it's another case of like, it's not just one person with a crazy story. It's not like the, the local drunk who was just like, I swear there was a dude and he jumped really far. It's like there, this is like multiple, multiple sightings with all sorts of similar characteristics um from everyone who saw this this thing. And it's just another interesting kind of local legend slash cryptid that I, I found super cool. So again, thank you to Thundercats Whoa. Thundercats for Whoa. Thundercats Hello. Happy birthday and uh you know thanks thanks for letting us know about it because
0: I think it's pretty cool. Me too, and really scary. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's over seven feet, so Scones is out. I Scones am had his fingers out. in his ears most of that episode. Yes, he he was hiding under a cover, with peeping one eye out, and then quickly throwing his head down whenever something scary was talked about.
0: Yeah, I have someone coming over right now to check under the bed, make sure there's nothing going on, check the closets. <laughs> he's got, he's got his, Monday morning macabre standard issued nightlight is
1: plugged into the wall tonight.
0: People uh, usually uh, ask their moms to do it, but I've stepped it up. I have a pest control guy from ORC come and he's like, <laughs> Sir, they, these oh, I handle commercial. like <laughs> ants and rodents. And I'm like, Well, it, it's kind of a pest for me. It's and like so, to me, <laughs> I make him set traps under my bed every night.
1: Yeah, 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 and then when he wakes up in the morning and he f- slips his little toes out of bed, it's it's a uh, snap. The the all the it was a bunch of mouse traps. Uh, for, for yeah, it's small very boys. silly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he comically falls down the stairs, and they make like piano noises. Yes, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, Scoggins lives in a very silly ha ha house. Yes,
0: it's like I, every day I get hurt to the level of like the bandits from uh, Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly uh he always leaves his house
1: with like a black eye and like a burn uh, mark (laughs) his hair's on fire yeah his hair is literally on fire as he walks out the door
0: a a gun goes off and it blasts my beak (laughs) around my head and it spins a bunch of times (laughs) yeah exactly yep i think we all understand (laughs) uh so hey that's that's the
1: phantom flash demon of the dunes whatever you want to call it um Hope you guys found that little tale interesting. I know I did. And uh, if you guys want to hear more, check out the Patreon. Check out our website, www.mondaymorningmacabre.com for all the info and new episodes and merch and all that jazz. Follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Monday MorningMacab. And uh, I mean, that's, that's your Monday morning. If you're a Patreon listener, check. Hold tight for the for the special, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive episode that's coming today. And, uh, you know, I besides that, I would just suggest that you have yourself a wonderful Munders. Oh,
0: above all, have a good Monday.
1: <laughs> have a good Munders. Oh, bye. Boink!